The following program is paid for by the partners and viewers of the Life of Faith broadcast. Hello, this is Dr. Fry, and I want to thank you for viewing today's broadcast. Again, it is an honor and a privilege to be able to come into your homes each and every week to share the living Word of God. Last week, I began an exciting series on the subject of offense. I'm going to continue that series uh, on this week, so stay tuned and be blessed by the broadcast. Let's join Dr. Wayne Fry for today's message, already in progress. I don't want any package that didn't come from God with my name on it. Offense doesn't come from God. Offense comes from the enemy. Now, it comes through people. Because God, you know, the enemy uses people. Sometimes people, out of uh, a lack of thinking before they act, y'all ain't never done that, have you? You ain't never said something before you thought about it? Sometimes you see somebody, and after they say it, their, their lips keep moving. <laughs> like they try to, they, they're trying to suck it back in. <laughs> but it's out there, man. Once it's out there, what? It's out there. So sometimes people say things out of ignorance, say things before they think. They do things before they think. Sometimes people are malicious. Sometimes people are not malicious. You don't, sometimes you don't know their intent until after it's done. But the thing about it is, Every action is going to now require a reaction, and your reaction is your responsibility. So they put it out there to you, and you don't take it, you can now walk free from it. And so I chose years ago to break or cut the puppet strings that people tried to have on me. Because if I didn't say it like they wanted me to say it, if I didn't say it when they wanted me to say it, if I ain't say it, you know, like, you know, all this kind of stuff, then, then, they, then they, would, they would try to move the puppet strings to make me, you know, do what I want to do. I cut the strings. And so now people don't control me. Guess what? Guess what? This is going to hurt somebody's head. God doesn't control me. I control me. I thought God was in control. If you let him. If you don't, he won't. I'm being controlled by God. Okay, what, what, what that? We'll talk about that later. Because everything you do is not God. God gave you a free more choice. God doesn't control me. God gives me opportunities to obey him. And I control me and I set myself in line to obey God. Now, it may look like God controls me, but God doesn't control me. He doesn't control you. You're supposed to control you unless you have taken something from someone and then given them the power to control you. 
See, you should be at a place, you should be mature. Now, I don't care if it, it, it and, and it's easier said than done, but this, this really is the, the, the will of God for your life, to be around anyone at any time and still be okay. And we got folk coming in the church, and we see, they see such and such sitting on one side. They, uh, I'm going to sit over here. See, it's a person coming. A child of God coming. They turn to go out of the way. What's, what's up with that? You think Jesus did that? No. Well, that was Jesus. Well, Jesus is in you. Come on. I can be around anybody at any time and be okay. You could have just told me off and I'm good. Because you don't define me. You don't define me. You don't determine what I'm going to get and what I'm not going to get. You None of that. What? But that's me. That's me. You can lie on me and I know you lied on me. I'll see you the next day. Hey, what's going on? What's happening? Why, why I got care? Why I gotta go now? Broadcast? Oh, you know, so and so lot of I tell you what, I see him. I ain't gonna speak to him. What's that? What's that do? Nothing. And I've seen. We would sit there and talk to people, and we've we've known people have have uh, wronged us or talked wrong about us in the, uh, to them in their ear, and we sitting there talking to them, and we just opening up, and we just giving everything we have, and we're we're willing to yield our resources to help them, and give them wisdom to help them, and they sitting there and just as confused as they want to be, they like. I don't know if they're hearing anything we're saying, but because they are just going through that. And, and I can tell. I said, you've been contaminated. I don't say that to them. I said, but you've been contaminated against us. And now what we're doing is now causing you to go tilt. But I'm OK. I'm OK. No one can stop me. Only if I take what they present, you know what? I then stop myself. They don't even stop me. They give me the opportunity to stop myself. That's why the devil is so, is so cunning, because he'll get you to start talking against yourself. He'll send a thought about you and say you're not going to make it. Next thing you know, you take that thought. You take a thought by saying you take that thought. Next thing you know, out your mouth, you say, I'm not going to make it. And now you say it a second time. I'm not going to make it. And he, just be, he, he begins to back off. He said, oh, the process is going to work because death and life is in the power of the tongue. And so he just back off and he move on to somebody else. And you self-sabotage yourself because of what you took. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. All right. Now how, 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 now, how to overcome offense and to live offense-free? Anybody want to know? Yeah. Okay, go to Psalms 119, please. Go to Psalms 119. And this is a big part of growing up. Because if you're going to be ready at all times, when it's convenient and inconvenient, favorable and unfavorable, you're going to have to be mature and you're going to have to live offense-free. Because what if in the midst of things, God wants you to pray for somebody that did something to you years ago? What are you going to do? God, I can't do that. Now you have disobeyed God. Now, you have cut off what God has connected to your obedience because of your disobedience. See, we don't see that all the time. We just see how we feel. We just focus on how we feel, how we feel. We walk by faith, not by sight. We don't walk by feelings. We walk by what we know. 
I know what God told me to do. I walk by that. And I allow the power of that word to heal me as I walk it out. All right. Psalm 119. Psalm 119 and uh, 162, I think. Psalm 119, 162. Let's check over there. Everybody still with me? Yes. All right. 15 more minutes, we'll, then we'll, we'll, we'll have it. 119. What did I say? 162? Okay. Let's see here. Yes, yes. Psalm 119, uh, 1962. I rejoice at thy what? Word. As one that findeth great spoil. Notice that. We rejoice at the word as one that finds great spoil. So you should rejoice just from hearing the word just as you would if you, when you receive manifestation. Amen. And all you've done is heard the word. Amen. 163, I hate and abhor lying, but thy law do I love. Seven times a day do I praise thee because of thy righteous judgment. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall what? Ooh, glory to God. Y'all seeing this? He says, seven times a day do I praise thee. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall what? Oh, come on, y'all got to get this. Nothing, no thing, or, and no thing or nothing includes no one. So now, you can live a life of friends free. Why? Because you choose to praise God. And you choose to love the word. Amen. Oh, y'all not want to go with me, man. Y'all not want to go. Y'all act like y'all want to keep y'all offense. Y'all want to be free or what? Amen. Yeah. He says seven times a day. So now when you think of the hurt that something or someone caused, don't magnify it by talking about it. Right. Release it by praising God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Glory to God. You hurting on the inside. You misunderstood. You've been wrong, but you still got your hands in the air saying, Glory be the God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, is it? Yeah, yeah. See, but it's easier to sit down and wallow in your mess, wallow in your hurt, talk about how many, how many things that people have done to you. It's easier to do that, but you got to sometimes wipe away the tears. Shake, your, shake yourself, stand up and say, glory to God, you are my shield and my protector. Y'all hearing this? He says seven times a day do we praise him. Then he says, great peace with them that love that law. In other words, love the word. So a second thing, you got not only do you praise him, you got to exalt the word above your feelings. Somebody said, uh you got to exalt the word over your feelings. Now, does my feelings cause me to get out of line with the word? If it's yes, I got to get myself in line with the word no matter how I feel. Just think if Jesus had the attitude of some of us. In the garden, when he was getting ready to go to the cross and he's sitting there praying, he said, God, if there's any way. That this cup can be removed from me. Let it be so. And what if he what if he allowed himself to go down on the journey 
of all those people that did wrong to him while he was on the earth? What if he thought back to the people that he got up in front of them in the book of Luke, book of Luke that said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the gospel. Da, 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 da. And, then he, and, then he, and then the Bible said he closed the book. Jesus, Jesus is a bad boy. Jesus closed the book. He, he, closed, he said, this day has this scripture been fulfilled in your hearing. In other words, he said, I'm the man. And he went and sat down. Them people got so mad. They're like, oh, no, he didn't. No, no, he didn't. No, he did not. We're going to kill this boy. And they pushed him to the edge of the cliff. Pushed him to the edge. They were going to kill him. They were going to kill Jesus. Pushed him to the edge of the cliff. Jesus got to the edge of the cliff. He said, all right, now y'all ain't going too far now. Jesus turned around and walked back through him. What? He didn't take an offense. So what if he was in the garden and like, yeah, them rascals trying to push me off. <laughs> trying to push me off the cliff. I ain't dying for them. Amen. What if he did that? What if he had some of the attitudes that we had before he went to the cross? But Jesus says, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. Then he got up and he, he surrendered himself to the ones that was after him and surrendered himself to be beaten. What if he had taken the first stripe on his back and said, what? Forget this. These people don't deserve none of this. You mean tell me they're going to hit me and they're going to beat me and they're going to spit on me and they're going to pull my beard out and I'm supposed to die for them? The devil is alive. <laughs> and we have the same kind of attitude. We have attitudes towards people. They, talk, they didn't talked about me. They didn't misunderstood me. They didn't call me out my name. And God, you want me to pray for them? Why is it quiet in the house? I said, why is it quiet in the house? Okay. And nothing shall, shall, and nothing shall offend me. All right, let's go one more. Let's go one more. Let's go to another scripture here. Ah, glory to God. Acts 24. Acts 24. Let's go there. But how do you live offense free? You got to have a life of praise. And you got to have a life where you exalt the word over your, your feelings. Look at verse number 24. Uh, not verse 24, verse, uh, chapter 24, verse 16. 24, 16. Ooh, I got hurt. All right. 24, 16. You there? Amen. This is, uh, the scripture says, I herein do exercise myself. Who's taking responsibility here? The understood subject is you. I herein do exercise myself to have always a conscience. What? Void of what? Amen. Void of what? Toward God and toward men. Notice that. I exercise myself. In other words, I take responsibility for myself that I don't have an, a conscience that has an offense against God and man. You mean to tell me you can be offended at God? Absolutely. Because you can have an expectation that God will meet a need at a certain time. And when it's not met, you can become offended at God. Amen. But this scripture says that I exercise myself. I take responsibility for myself to live a life void of offense with God 
and with man. Shout, no one one can offend me. me. So I showed you those two scriptures that let you know you can live offense free. And now that you've seen it, now you just need some, some principles. You just need some tools to walk it out. You got it? All right. Now, so number one, how do, I, how do I overcome offense and how do I live offense free? Number one, you have to ch- make a choice to release the offense. Make a choice to release the offense. Some of y'all, some, of, some people, I want to say some of y'all, 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 y'all might be, have an opportunity to be offended. Uh, some people have held on to offenses over 10 years. That's a decade of your life that you've been in captivity. 15 years, 20 years. I have seen people at funerals ask a corpse to forgive them because they didn't speak to them for 30 plus years because of one misunderstanding 33 years ago. And they could not bring themselves to release the offense and reestablish the relationship, and when the person died, and they found themselves in a church at the side of a casket, side of a coffin, could not, glory to God, uh, get a response from the person, but asking a corpse to forgive them. Now, how can a corpse forgive you? It's too late. I said it's too late. And too many times we are waiting until a person ceases to exist to want to make it right. You can't make it right with a dead person. You got to make it right with someone that's alive and well. Talk to me now. But it hurts. It's difficult to uh, to now deal with a live person because they respond. You hear what I'm saying? But you got to make a choice. Tell your neighbor, say, choose to release it, choose to release it, choose to release it. Yeah, it's not that important. For you to miss a good the good life, for you to miss all the benefits that God has for you, for you to miss your destiny. You mean to tell me you're going to miss all that because somebody called you out your name 10 years ago? Oh, Lord. Make a choice. You got to make a choice. It's a choice. I had to choose to let go of every offense that I had. I had to choose that. God didn't take it away from me. I chose it. I said, God, I release it. God didn't snatch it from me. I release it, God. I release it. All right? Secondly, second thing here. Make a choice to release the event. Learn to forgive. Number two, learn to forgive. There are so many definitions of forgiveness, it doesn't even make sense. What's forgiveness? Uh, To forget it. No, forgiveness doesn't mean forget. You remember that thing for a long time. Somebody said truly. You do. You sometimes never forget a wrong, but it doesn't mean you hadn't forgiven. We think that you, in order for you to forgive, you don't remember it anymore. No, that, sometimes that thing is fresh. It is fresh in the front of your head, in front of your thinking. I know what you did to me. But forgiveness is a choice not to penalize someone any longer for what they've done. I know what you did, but I'm not going to punish you any longer because I've let you go. Got it? So forgiveness doesn't have anything to do with forgetting. Forgiveness doesn't have anything to do with how you feel. Forgiveness is a choice. 
It's a choice you make. I, I'm, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I let it go. I don't, I'm not going to punish you any longer. I'm, I'm not going to not speak to you because of what you did. I'm going to speak. Whether you speak back or not, I'm going to speak because I didn't let it go. I'm moving on. I'm free of this. I've learned to forget. Amen. Oh, I learned to forgive, or rather. Learned to forgive. Y'all with me? Go to Luke 17. Let's look at this. Forgiveness is not a feeling but a decision. Spirit of God said this. True forgiveness has legs. True forgiveness has legs. In other words, you have to walk this out. You have to walk this out. If you forgive someone, you got to walk it out, man. Luke 17. Look at this here. Verse number. Uh, let's begin at verse number three. Luke 17, three. Can y'all handle a little bit more? Okay. We're getting there. We're getting there. Got to make sure we get it all, though. Luke 17. And verse number three. Say I'm there if you're there, please. Okay, great. Let me join. It says, take heed to yourselves. If your brother trespass against thee, rebuke him. And if he, if he repent, forgive him. And if he trespass against thee seven times in a day, and seven times in a day, turn again, un, turn again to thee, saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. Look at verse number five. I find this very interesting that the apostles had this response. Jesus just said, if somebody uh, trespasses against you seven times in one day, and they repent with, with, to you seven times in that same day. You are supposed to forgive them seven times in that same day. Right. And look at the response of the, of the apostle. And the apostle said to the Lord, you're going to have to increase my faith. Yeah. <laughs> y'all see, y'all missed that. Hey, Jesus, I, I'm hearing what you're saying. But Jesus, but Jesus, you what, man? Come on, you're going to have to give me some more faith for this. That's not unlike some, like some of our responses. Lord, you had Lord, you had to do something. Right? He said, Lord, but look at what he says. Verse 6, and the Lord said, if you had faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you might say to the sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root, and be thou planted in the sea, and it should obey you. If you had faith as a grain of a mustard seed, not talking about size, but talking about quality. Jesus says, if you had confidence like a mustard seed, uncontaminated mustard seed, you would say. In other words, you would say something out your mouth and you speak to a sycamine tree. Now, I found it interesting that he used, uh, used a sycamine tree. There's some characteristics of a sycamine tree that will help us with this forgiveness process. Y'all ready for it? Look at this. A sycamine tree had a, has a very large and deep root structure. It grows over 30 feet high and with a very deep root system and taps in the underground water source. In other words, a sycamine tree is, wants to stay there forever. And when you, when a unforgiveness wants to stay there forever. The sycamine tree's wood is preferred, uh, is, was the preferred wood for building caskets. Because forgiveness wants to kill something. Un unforgiveness wants to kill something. Listen to this. Number three, the sycamine tree produced a fig that was very bitter to eat. Unforgiveness is what? Bitter. Then number four, the sycamine tree was pollinated only by wasps. In other words, it gets stung every time. Sounds like unforgiveness, doesn't it? So no wonder Jesus said, if you had faith, you would say to this unforgiveness, be plucked up, be moved, and it will obey you. Are y'all seeing this? Amen. Not get more faith, 
But use the faith you have. Speak to the unforgiveness and say, you got to go. I choose to forgive. Praise God. All right, and then number three, number three, number three, and then I'm going to ask the Lord to, to drop this on us today. You're going to have to receive the love of God fresh and new. You're going to have to receive the love of God fresh and new. Go now with me to Romans 5. This is our last scripture. Romans 5 and verse number 5. Romans 5 and 5. We have to receive the love of God afresh and anew. Because we can do this. Amen. I say we can do this. Amen. We can do it. All right, y'all there? Amen. Romans 5, 5 says, And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Say with me today. Say, I have the love of God, love of God. On, the on the inside of me because of the Holy Spirit. So when the Holy Spirit came in you, church, guess what he brought with him? The love of God. But you know what? Sometimes hurt, pain, disappointment, challenges, struggles, misunderstandings, sometimes it clouds the love of God that you have on the inside. And we become more, pay more attention to the hurt, the pain, the challenge, the situation than we do to the love of God that's on the inside of us. Y'all hear what I'm saying? And so we need to receive the love of God afresh and new. So lift up both of your hands today. Lift up both of your hands today. And I'm going to ask the Father to drop, to release the love of God afresh and anew in this place today. So we can stand up and overcome offense and walk offense. Praise the Lord. I pray that you enjoyed the broadcast today. And I hope that you heard through the teaching how dangerous it is to walk in or be in offense. The enemy has an assignment to kill, steal, and destroy. And we can walk right into some of his traps if we choose to become bitter and have offense. Now, I wasn't able to put the entire series on today's broadcast, but I placed the series in a two CD or two DVD set for your purchase so you can have this in your own faith library. I want to encourage all of you to call the number on the bottom of your screen, log on to our website, and order this series today. It will bless you. It will help you. It will inspire you. It will encourage you to come out of and overcome offense once and for good. It is the will of God for you to live offense-free in this life. Praise God. Now, again, call the number on the bottom of your screen, log on to our website, get this two-CD set for $10 or two-DVD set for $14 in your faith library today. You will be blessed by it. Until next time, I want to encourage you to continue to live the life of faith. God bless you. Become a Life of Faith partner today. Your financial support of $20 per month will assist Dr. Fry with taking the gospel around the world through television admissions. As a Life of Faith partner, you will receive early registration privileges for all conferences and events hosted by FCCI, a product discount on all purchases through our online bookstore, and free monthly teachings to strengthen your faith. Log on to www.fccintl.org 
or call 877-342-4193 as operators are standing by and become a Life of Faith partner today. You've been watching the Life of Faith broadcast with Dr. Wayne A. Fry. We pray that your faith has been strengthened and your heart encouraged by the Word of God. This broadcast can be viewed 24-7 at no charge at www.fccintl.org. Join with us next time on this station for another life-changing message with Dr. Wayne A. Fry.